Hi, my name is Tracy Cook and welcome to the podcast series Victim to Victory. This series gives a voice to those that have overcome obstacles in all forms, that dare greatly to share their real stories. Amazing humans that have seen hope and risen above those adversities to become victorious, that now support and inspire others to do the same. Today we have a very special, empowering, inspiring, educating, all-encompassing heart leader and her name is Elaine Payne. Welcome to Victim to Victory. Thank you so much, Tracy. So nice to be here. Oh, it is a pleasure. I am blessed. I am blessed to have you here. I'm very excited for this interview because I know how much value you bring. I know how how much inspiration and education you bring to the table. And today we're going to get to know a little bit more about the the deeper side of Elaine. And I know that you have a strong story to tell us and share with us and how brave you are to step into that story for us as mm-hmm. well. And before we get started on that, I've got a little bit of information to share about Elaine as well. Now, she is a clinical nurse educator. She is a woman of faith. She loves reading. And she's a master gardener, isn't that wonderful, who enjoys giving large parties, loves movies and challenges with herself like knitting. Now, there's more to her than that. There is 41 years of hospital nursing and she specialises in critical care practice for adults and paediatric populations as well as nursing education. She taught clinical nursing at Clemson University, University of South Carolina Upstate and Greenville Technical College. Everyone, this woman is a powerhouse. She has so much knowledge and education and life experiences. And we want to delve into Elaine's story today. So Elaine, where does your story start? Well, it actually started in childhood. Um, when I was, a, I was an only child. And so a lot of my time when I was not playing with neighbors and friends that I could possibly be with, I had a lot of time to read. And at the same time, my father instilled in me a value of freedom, of being self-sufficient, of enjoying freedom, enjoying choices. And from there, I basically chose a nursing career. And uh, interestingly enough, I graduated on a Thursday from nursing school and I started working on that next Monday (laughs) and I never stopped for 41 years. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, but at the end of that 41 years, I was beginning to feel um, that as much as I love critical care nursing and I still love it and never, never was dissatisfied with it, nor with education. I realized I was looking at life a little bit skewed, whereas a a lot of people were just living life. And I was looking at people and thinking, are they breathing okay? You know, what do we need to do? Um, Are you sure you're feeling well? And I thought, well, that's not exactly normal. So I decided after 41 years that I would retire from nursing with the plan of never doing anything else except what I wanted to do on a daily basis. But after about four years, I suddenly felt like something was missing. 
And I didn't really even know what that was, um, but I just knew there was a gap. Um, so my friend introduced me to a, a possibility in network marketing. And I thought, this is, you know, whatever. I, this seems pretty good. So I basically, that's what I began to do for fun, basically for fun. And through that, I met people from all over the world. And it just kind of started from there. That is wonderful. Now, take us back to your time during nursing as well. What would have been some of the challenges maybe emotionally um, that you've had to deal with uh, during that time as well that's built you the life skills to be able to communicate on a different level now? I have so many special people from nursing. I have um, a lot of people and a lot of patients that I know, but who never were able to speak to me. And I know their families. And after 30 something years, I still keep up with those families and they send me Christmas cards and I send them Christmas cards. And it just is such a meaningful part of life. And I have been beside persons dying so often and it's so hard, but at the same time, it's, um, I know that it's not the end. And I look forward to getting to know those persons, especially the babies and the children. Mm. And it's such um, an emotional thing to go through when you're at the bedside of somebody, maybe their family's around, they're, you know, just about to, to pass over. Um, what goes through your mind emotionally at those kind of times as well? Um, Tracy, when I began in critical care nursing, visitation was very rare in the ICU. And I became um, a, a manager in a pediatric ICU. And one of the first things we did was allow families to stay. And what we would say to those families is, if there's something that you know about your loved one that we need to know, we want you to tell us. And they, that one little statement made them trust us and made them love us. And they would actually nurture the nurses. So the families were there all the time. And when we would lose a, a patient, we many times we knew that we were going to. And so we would have the family, we would be right there with them. We would grieve as much as they grieved and we would cry. And the hard part, I think back about it. And sometimes after that, we would go to do the same thing at a different bedside. So you kind of regroup and go to a different way. It was not uncommon for there to be three deaths in one day, but we tried to make each one meaningful for that family and meet their needs. And how did you cope with kind of the stressful days? Because um, obviously it is going about your, your work. Uh, there's still that emotional element to it. <laughs> But on those really tough days, how did you push through that? Well, I think back about an example of one of those tough days, and that would be um, that there was a family who came home from vacation and they had three children, all small. One was a baby. And while they were unloading the car, the one of the brothers picked up a gun that was in the dashboard and accidentally shot his sister. So we had the whole family and the little boys to come and visit with their sister because she was not going to survive. 
But that day, it was just, I thought, how in the world is this family going to do this? How are we going to do this? But we relied on the nurses. We would rely on each other and we would rely on the families too. We would give to them and they would give back to us. And what I learned, and this was the hardest thing to learn, but I try to tell, share this with others. When I would get in my car to go home, I would think I'm going home to my family. And I would try to leave those families there. I would pray all the time for them. <laughs> I prayed mm-hmm. incessantly, but I would go home and enjoy my family. Now, many days that meant I was just going to grab my family, each one of them, and hug them and kiss them. Because I know that basically we're all walking time bombs. And every day is the day we should think that's the last day we're together. Mm-hmm. We are. We we right. often forget that, don't we? We often we forget just how much um, the things around us are so special. And right. sometimes it takes those moments to bring us back to that centered place of, of love and belief and and right. gratitude of mm-hmm. what we do have around us if we're lucky enough to have those things around us. So thank you very right. much for, for shedding light on that because uh, especially in times like we've been going through recently, I think a lot of people um, would have reevaluated what's important to them is it mm-hmm. family? Is it, you know, um, having uh, time freedom? Is it uh, being able to live life on your own terms? So you decide what kind of life you want, you know, almost by design. And um, it's very important points that you you brought up there, Elaine. And, you know, I know how many life lessons um, and experiences, you know, you would have seen and witnessed and been part of and, um, mm-hmm. you know, had to get into that car and pray all the way home and go home and, and hug your family. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, to do that sometimes, I'm guessing, on a daily basis as well. Now, I believe um, amongst the many wonderful things that you actually do, um, we have an upcoming uh, book that has just recently been launched. Uh, We are collaborative authors. Uh, It's the Power of Yes uh, series. Uh, This is book number two. And your wonderful chapter is uh, titled Surprise Catalyst for Freedom to Revel in My Comfort Zone. Tell us a little bit about uh, your chapter in the book. Okay. Um, We were looking, when talking about comfort zone, it was very interesting to me to think about that topic and realize that we can live in our values all the time. And that comfort zone is being within our values. And it made me think hard (laughs) about what my values are, even though I have thought about them before, but um, my strongest value is freedom. And it is the freedom of choice. And as I mentioned before, my, my father was in the military He very much valued freedom and he passed that on in just little ways um, by making me make choices when I really didn't know how to choose. You know, I just wanted to just go along with what was the what seemed to be the right thing to do. But he taught me how important freedom was. And because of that, I learned that you don't have to change yourself in what you're doing. You, you stay in that comfort zone, you maintain your values. And if there's a situation where you can't do that, for me, 
I would need to leave it. Mm. And that was huge for me to realize that after this many years, what a value freedom was. Oh, definitely. Um, and I think people appreciate that word uh, more than ever as well. And we're trying to create more freedom um, and looking at every single aspect of our lives to be able to get that freedom now as well. Yes. And when did you first realize that you wanted to be an author and share your story? I think it was actually in childhood because I collected books. Well, when I was little, like very little before school, I had collected 300 golden books and I was so proud of those 300 golden books. And from there I would read just, I would take a book with me everywhere. And I might read two pages by the time we went from one block to the next in the car, but that was two pages. And I always dreamed of being an author, you know, how it was childhood dreams of I'm going to write a book. And, um, but then the opportunity actually came up within the last year and I was basically terrified because I thought I'm going to put my words into print <laughs> and people are going to be able to read them. <laughs> but it, it was really has been a joyous and a learning experience. And I've, I've really enjoyed it. And Stacey Hall, the producer, is so wonderful bringing this collaboration uh, together as well in the power of Yes uh, presents building your network marketing business without leaving your comfort zone. And I love Joe Vitale's um, endorsement. For, uh, a lot of people know Joe Vitale from uh, the movie The Secret and many, many other things. That's what he's more popularly knowing as. And he, his endorsement um, and his quote uh, on the front cover of the Power of Yes uh, series book two is dreams do come true. Get this book as the first step towards them and expect miracles and it just encompasses everybody's stories like your own personal story Elaine as well and what was one of the most surprising things do you think that you learnt in writing your own chapter? Um, I think in writing it I wanted to concentrate on trying to convey the meaning that I had gotten from from my comfort zone and I realized that I wanted other people to know that they can just be themselves. And if they want to write a chapter, they can write a chapter. Or if they want to do, they can do whatever they want to do. If I can leave nursing after 41 years and retire and then hop back into something totally new, we can all do that. Well, we're never too old to reinvent ourselves, are we? Never. Never. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's a perfect time. <laughs> uh, and Tracy, it's been such a joy getting to like reading the stories of the other authors. It's, a, it's like an amazing um, work in that one book of what of people's lives. So it, it's it been wonderful a joy. How um, Stacey brings it all together as well for just such a journey for the reader and yes. um, what do you wish the reader really takes away from your chapter that people can be comfortable they don't have to change themselves to be something they're not they don't they can be themselves not compare yourselves with others but be yourself and actually revel in it as in the name of my chapter just enjoy yourself because that's who you are and share yourself with others. And isn't it wonderful when we can step into our own authenticity and just own who we are and really not care what other people's <laughs> opinions are about us? Isn't it a wonderful right. 
freeing. We're talking about freedom, a wonderful right. freeing place to be. And, it is. And we're just so much more relaxed when we're ourselves, right? There's no BS. Right. We, we love that. We love that. And um, uh, we've spoken about, you know, just stretching ourselves just a little bit outside our comfort zone, mm-hmm. but really drawing on our strengths and then just kind of, you know, stepping out a little bit when we need to and staying in alignment with our core values and our beliefs so that we're always totally aligned. And when everything's aligned, miracles happen, uh, just like uh, Joe Vitale said in the endorsement. And what have you got coming up in 2022? We're in 2022. It's a new year. What's coming up for you? I hope there's going to be another opportunity to participate in a book. And so I'm very hopeful about that and very excited about it. I love that. I love that. That sounds very interesting. We'll have to watch this space around that because (laughs) big things are happening in 2022. Elaine Payne is somebody that you need to follow. She's amazing. She has such practical advice for people. She is a servant leader. She leads and speaks and presents herself completely from her heart. Uh, She loves her garden, her family, and um, her faith. And you need to follow her because she's changing lives and showing people how to create the freedom in their lives as well. And what kind of advice would you like to, or message, would you like to leave our audience on today? I would like to leave this thought that people, they may forget our name, but they will never forget how we make each other feel. And that goes with me. Very, very powerful. I love that. People will never forget how they make you feel. We we believe that, don't we? We know that. We've all been in those situations. (laughs) Thank you so much, Elaine. You are absolutely amazing. You're a superstar. Thank you very much for being brave to share a little bit of an insight into who you are and to share your story. And we'll be sharing where to connect with you. You're so appreciated. You can find the Victim to Victory podcast series on Apple, Spotify, and our Facebook group and YouTube. Please subscribe, share, and comment to be the change that the world needs. Just like Elaine Page Payne does, she teaches people how to change their world to have that freedom and to live life on your own terms. And let me leave you with a message of step into your story, figure out who you are and do it on purpose. <laughs> Thanks, Elaine. Thank you, Tracy, so much.